0: This <laughs> a fun de is <laughs> pas and di cheza kani ngi so kauza ke lelen uteta nami. This a is pas and so ka uteta nami. This a fun de is pas and di cheza kangan ku inggu lungu and jinggulunggu and jinggulunggu And the kwasuku driver kuba zinggu lungu and And the la Nijani, the pililenam and goes and goes. I come nandu kubuni sangestosa, yo. Zabuya kuni bon and am slanje up, and goes and go kuza, am so Somnan Craig Chonok, and Dazzelo Dazzalelo up a capa. Kodongo two thousand and three, then the Shaleman Bondoni, a lalin, that Kaluku tete is in So Kodongo kune, the sassifunda is <laughs> kosa, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the sonke. Okay, so guys, um, Nelson Mandela, in his first presidential speech back in 1994, in one of the first speeches, he said that this is that all South Africans should begin to learn each other's languages. This he said is one of the best ways for us to contribute to nation building and uh, reconciliation. Those among us who do not know Afrikaans must now learn to study this language. Those among us who do not speak Kosa, sutu or Zulu must now learn to study those languages. Um, I did not learn Kosa, uh, or I did not speak Kosa as a child, but I had many Kosa nanis, and so I, I knew some tactical phrases: isapa <laughs> mama" Um But I learned Kosa um, as an adult) and, um, I'm still learning today, actually. And what strikes me for going on eight years now is every day, in some context, having greeted a closer person, I'm met with the most warm and uh, encouraging responses. Uh, sometimes, um, in fact, a dull, uh, a dull greeting is often transformed into a warm and engaging encounter. Sometimes people call their friends or their colleagues from neighboring rooms uh, or aisles in the shopping markets and little groups gather as they, people watch this kind of amazing and rare novelty that's on display. In fact, it is akin to celebrity. And um, not because I've, I've done a Kuito video, um, not because I can say some closer proverbs, often just from the beginning, even just a basic, simple, respectful greeting in closer engenders such warm and sincere responses from closer people. Uh, Many other language efforts makers have shared the same uh, sense of how it impacts relationships and perspectives. For me, I feel part of a bigger family and a larger community. Everywhere that I go, I have a mother, a father, a brother, a sister. I remember this one time, uh, one of my first excursions into Kailiche Side Sea to shoot a short film. Uh, one particularly rough young character approached and, as, and as, as if speaking to everyone, said out loudly, What's this whitey doing here in the township? Well, I turned to him and I said, This whitey is just doing some work. To which this guy broke into the broadest smile and he, want, he, did a, he wanted a handshake and then a hug and then he wanted to be my personal bodyguard for the rest of the day. <laughs> even though he'd been the only threatening energy I'd encountered at all. So this is not about, hey, learn closer to avoid dangerous situations. Uh, It's really, I'm wanting to draw focus to the fact that people consistently respond with so much warmth, encouragement, and sincere gratitude for this basic effort that me, especially as a white male in South Africa, has made to acknowledge them and to show respect to their culture. Um, Mandela has another quote. If you talk to a person in a language that they understand, you talk to their head. If you talk to a person in their own language, you speak to their heart. And of course, Mandela lived this truth and wrote about it in his autobiography when he won the respect, admiration, and trust of the Afrikaner leaders at the end of the apartheid system. Um, And in, in fact, laid the foundation for peaceful talks and the transition into the new South Africa. But it was not just their language that he learned. He learned about their culture and their history of struggle, of persecution, and survival against the odds. Um, Wade Davis, uh, in uh, one of my favorite TED talks, he's a renowned uh, anthropologist, spoke about um, that we need to um, try to protect the not just the biosphere, but also the ethnosphere, which he described as the sum total of all thoughts dreams, ideas, intuitions brought into reality by the human imagination since the dawn of consciousness. He also described language as a flash of the human spirit, as a vehicle for culture, and as an ecosystem for spiritual possibilities. Um, He went on to say that one of the great indicators of culture loss is language loss. Um, Now, we all know that, well, maybe we don't, but the Khoisan peoples are our most original ancestors that we are aware of on planet Earth. And they are renowned for their tremendous sense of community. And the cliques that they spoke in their languages during a, well, let me not go into it, were uh, uh, how Kosa and Zulu, Xhosa and Xhosa got their cliques from the Khoisan languages. So the cliques, of course, provide one of the main uh, examples or one of the main excuses for people not to learn these beautiful languages. Oh, golly, those darned cliques, I just can't do them, I say. Anyway, I would like us all to now learn them together. So there's three clicks, represented by three letters. The letter X, the letter C, and the letter Q. The X click is known as the horse riding click. You put your tongue on your upper side teeth, and you make the horse go quicker. Very good. The C click is known as the Ach shame click. Tut, tut, tut in English, or tsk, tsk, tsk in American. And it's tongue behind the upper front teeth altogether. Very good. Q-click, the door knocking click. Tongue in the roof of the mouth. Very good. Now, please along with the slides. Well done, well done, everyone. It sounds... Sounds um, like a Bushman convention, actually, and, and how, how wonderful would that be? Um, there's two words that I would like. Oh, there's the Bushman convention, how beautiful. Um, two words that I'd like to teach you. The word for peace or excuse me or I'm sorry, which is ukolo. Everyone? Ukolo, very good. Then there's a word which is a ceremonial greeting used by Sangomas to greet each other, or also used to give thanks, to appreciate, to agree. And it's similar to namaste in, in Hindi, which is tamaku. tamaku, and goes. So guys, in 2003, I felt called to experience closer culture in a, in a, in a traditional sense as far as possible. So, um, Following the flow of life, I was invited to live in a, a village and to, to train as Isangoma, or Ikriha, which is a traditional doctor. Uh, during this time of being a twasa, which is a trainee Isangoma, uh, I'm now a dropout, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I learned to experience the, the beauty, the, the brilliance, and the innate wisdom of traditional um, me- medical or health systems. And I got to see that the notion of ancestral reverence is so widely misunderstood, and in fact is something that is universal across all human cultures and makes so much sense. Now we have full books with indigenous wisdom and culture, but there's one story I'd like to tell you to help explain one perspective of African uh, health systems and and ancestral wisdom. And it's through the song, or the lyrics of the song, which is known as the click song, uh, sung by Mama Maria and. Um, the lyrics go that uh, the sangoma, or the doctor of the road, is the dung beetle. And we all know that a dung beetle moves dung out of the path. Okay. And the implication is that a sangoma's role is to help clear the obstacles from a person's life so that they can move forward with clarity and purpose in their lives. So guys, as we move forward into the brave new world, um, are we losing touch with our humanity and with our quality of life And what ancestral wisdom are we trampling on as globalization drops its daily cultural bombs upon us? Can we use the language learning process to bridge cultural and racial divides? Ken Robertson said that um, we don't know how to educate our children because of the uncertainty of the future. Well, yes, we must empower our children to be creative. We need them to find their passion in life. And we must instill self-belief within them. But if we cherish humanity as much as we cherish progress and profit, then it is the ability to relate that I would most want to instill in my children. Relationship to self, to our mind and emotions, relationship to the great spirit or the divine mystery of life, by whatever name you call it, and of course to our habitat and environment, but especially to others, whether those, and especially people, that are deemed different from us by language, culture, religion, um, age, etc., So, um, yeah, in our our wonderfully diverse multicultural global society, the ability to relate, I believe, is one of the most important things we have going forward. So if we can find the time to stop and slow down enough to learn an indigenous language, especially one that has been previously oppressed or marginalized, I believe that we will find aspects of ourselves that we did not know existed or had forgotten about. Safety and trust growing Relationships blossoming and true community evolving. With our own humility, courage, and respect, we can walk the bridge to a better world. Thank you, Enkos Tamak Makos. I have my stick? The stick. My the stick behind you. Okay, sorry, guys. <clears throat> So, Ken Robinson spoke about uh, the disembodied um, minds of the intellectuals always stuck in their heads. So, um, what better way to reconnect with our bodies than through the universal language of dance? Yes, that's right. I know it scares white people a little bit, but we can do it. Um, so, I want to teach you a basic step known as Um and it's a little shuffle. I'd like you all to please stand up. Alright, now it's really simple guys. Your, your legs are, you know, normally just standing apart. And what you're going to do is you're going to stomp the ground with your right foot. Lift it up and place it back where it was. Okay. Now with the left. Stomp, lift, place. Stomp, lift, place. Stomp, lift, place. And... Ein Guss, ein